So let me tell you about my hometown, Esteli, Nicaragua. The city of Esteli is a world full of colors that match the spirit of my people. The walls of Esteli are brightly painted with colorful graffiti, and the humble homes are close together like our tight-knit community. This was captured by Doug Diaz and Soul Culture Studios, and now is display on this beautiful vase. Nica Rustica brand featured El Brujito, the official symbol of the city of Esteli. El Brujito is a petroglyph that was found in a rock over 6,000 years ago, and it is a symbol of pride for every Esteliano. Nica Rustica Dove is a unique, unpolished Habano experience, and we are super excited for you to try it. Nica Rustica Dove, from our house to yours. Flavor Odyssey is brought to you by Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars, and Smokin' Cigars, voted number one in selection and customer service. A Flavor Odyssey. And now from Cigar Dojo Studio Lot B, your hosts, Robbie Rass and Randy Griggs. And the Odyssey continues. What's up, Dojo Nation? Welcome to another episode of Flavor Odyssey. I'm your host, Robbie Raz. Here's our co-host, Randy Griggs, coming to you live from Lot B and Lot B Plus out here in wintry California, Randy. It got down to like 62 degrees today. I had long johns on and a big parka. I needed a, a beanie. Like I, it was, it was cold, man. How are you feeling, bro? You look upset. Cold? No, I. Well, well, I'm a little upset. That you keep trying to like throw a plus on your studio over my lot B. Um, but so funny you should say that because no one ever talks about long johns. I also have been wearing long johns all week. I have these like I have these really cool below thirty two like recycled long johns. I like moved away from the from the classic thermal, and now I'm I'm wearing these like new hybrid high end long johns. I'm pretty excited about it. Like, <laughs> recyc- recycled in the sense that they used to belong to someone else. No, not that there's anything wrong with that. I love a thrift shop just as much as the next guy. Uh, I but mean, no, but I, I I'm pretty sure they're recycled plastic bottles. <laughs> Do you guys ah, yes. know what people in actual cold climates wear in this time of year? Shorts! Show them, Connor! Go! 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 Oh, you can't see it from that angle, but he's wearing yeah. shorts! Oh! Okay? That's how, that's how it's done. I, do, I hope we're not paying the leg model anything out of out of our cut for the show. Yeah, I, I, was, I, I was love that he stood up. And and money back. <laughs> he, he basically did the uh, the X Factor. Uh, <laughs> you know, that, uh, X Factor. What, what was the WWF uh, group? Uh, X. Were you guys WWF? You guys? No. No. You were you no, were a wrestling guy. No. Oh, dude, I I I started learning about The Rock when he was still the people's champion, like back then. Like X Pac, that was it. X Pac, bam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <it's, you're... laughs> 
You it are, was worth you are, it. Are, what? It was totally <laughs> worth happening. It. Definitely <laughs> telling your own story there, buddy. You don't wear <laughs> long johns unless you're like in the Arctic or something. Come on. Or you're camping well, out for Happy Van Winkle at three in the well, morning. <laughs> it was to, to be, 40 degrees fair, in my office every morning that I started work. Okay. It's cool. To, to, uh, to be fair, yeah, uh, I was not wearing long johns. I was being facetious. Thank you. Uh, oh. it was, it's like 65 <laughs> degrees today, dude. It's still nice out. What are you talking about? It's like, the weather is perfect right now. It's absolute. This yeah, is I, the I best thought you started the show. I, I was confused. Like, Didn't you say it was nice? Yeah, it was beautiful today. 65 degrees. Just uh, just fantastic. Not a cloud in the sky. The sun's a little no low in the sky for my taste. The sky. But, uh, but that's it. Uh, so, uh, yeah, well, I'm glad that Randy is, you know, into the long johns, recycled or otherwise. Uh, it's good. You gotta, <laughs> gotta, you gotta, you gotta, keep, gotta keep things, keep things warm. You know, you gotta yeah. make sure that you're uh, comfortable. You know, as a man, be comfortable. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Stay, stay, I'm, I'm, stay toasty, my friends. Yeah, I'm, I'm all about the the ball deodorant, <laughs> the ball spritzer, long johns. I'm into all of it. This is not really where <laughs> I wanted to go. Spritzer. <laughs> Oh, oh! You don't know about the spritzer, bro. And, and, and deodorant. <laughs> what problems do you have, man? <laughs> there's Manscaped, there's words that I'm, I'm not going to I'm not going to use any of these words. Let's, uh, uh, Eric, save us. How's everything going on in Colorado these uh, days? My yeah, friend? things are great. We just got back from uh, from uh, Pennsylvania, and it was an amazing trip. We had a great. Uh, time good release we visited uh obviously we visited protocol studios we visited uh famous smoke shop we visited uh caravan the cigars. emergency room yeah we did that <laughs> we did uh, best cigar prices we did uh, cigars international we did wooden match we hit we hit them all but oh my gosh. Uh, but yeah the first night so the first night we go into protocol studios and um <laughs> we we tri- me and jordan traveled all day we left at 3 a.m and and by the time we checked into our Airbnb and then drove to Protocol Studios, literally as we walked in, uh, they were doing Johnny Smokes Uncut. So we did that show, and then we did our show after that. And then uh, Kevin Kaithen brought up his one wheel and as you do uh, and into the studio. And Foolish. Robbie and Randy, I don't know if you guys know what those are. It's like a giant I, I, I skateboard. It's like On a, a go kart wheel. It's like a giant skateboard oh, with like one yeah. single wheel in the middle. And they're really cool. Right. And um, yeah. Kevin was like, because <laughs> I, I, I had told Kevin, I was like, man, I want to ride that thing. It looks so fun. They're and meant for the outdoors. They're meant for the outdoors. They go fast. But we had it indoors. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like this, uh, Randy, if you lean a certain way, you, you just uh-huh. go, you know. And um, I didn't know how to stop. First ride, I put a hole in their wall. Just yeah, ran Jordan right ran through right through the wall. And so that <laughs> literally? Was, yeah, yeah, literally. So that was bad. Um. But then we started to get the hang of it, and we were like cruising around, cruising around. And uh, Juan Cancel got tried a couple times, and he couldn't really do it, so he tried to stay off of it, and everything was good. And we were having a great time. But then, like, it got really late, and as it does, we're all everybody. <laughs> most people had left. It was like 25, 30 people there that night. It was a, it was a blast. Whoa. We had a great night, like a party, all this pizza, everything. It was, it was amazing. So, but, but by this point. Everybody was gone. There was only like a couple, maybe six or seven people left. And for some reason, Juan tries to do it one last time. He goes about three feet. Now, I'm not even kidding. Three feet. But he he fell off awkwardly. 
And in, at the time, I saw him fall. I didn't think much of it. I thought maybe he banged his head a little bit or something because he just laid there. And then, and I didn't know what to think. And I looked down, and he's got one foot pointing one direction and oh, one no. foot pointing the other. And it was brutal. I mean, his poor foot was just off of his leg, turned the other direction. It, uh, uh, it was. He wasn't po- in pain though. He was. He, he was not in pain. He was just laughing. About yeah, drinking an enti- entire handle of Tito's yeah. at this point. He, I'm assuming. he was so such not in pain that he was like trying to with one foot like push pull, pull the other foot off of its bone to okay. straighten it back out. Just like oh, let's mess with it. Like don't don't, don't touch, touch it. it. Don't touch it. Anyways, but he's he uh, so he missed the rest of the weekend. The poor guy because of of that. Um, the bright side is he's now the world hokey pokey champion because he can have his right foot in and out at the same time. Yeah. So how bad was it? It was bad. It's broken. He has to have surgery, but they have to wait till the swelling goes down and all this. So we had to call nine one one and all that came. Oh and, shit! And, and you know the paramedic. The paramedic. She 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 cut she cuts his sock off and she says. Oh my god! Like this is one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life, and I've seen a lot of these. <laughs> was it like a compound fracture? No, but it was completely. No. It was completely it was broken off, and dis and broken and, dis- and dislocated, dislocated and, and turned. Broke. And I gotta yeah. say, man, bl- he, he's a tough bird because he didn't complain or nothing. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, wow. if you're watching our my, uh, the dojo's Instagram stories, it was like, woo, I smash into a wall, woo, we're skateboarding around, woo, and then just stops. Yeah. And right then, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a lot and of par- we paramedics the, and yeah. 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 So we'll, we'll, then we were in the emergency room. Yeah. So, you know. We won't we won't we won't share those videos because it, it wouldn't. But be, I've got them. It wouldn't be fair to Juan. But... <laughs> But I they, love you for that, John. Yeah. I'll expect you to share them with us privately. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it was a great trip. Uh, uh, Ten years sold out online, super fast, and um, and then uh, we had a great event the next night. And so, yeah, it was it was a, it was a great trip. But thanks to everybody that that joined us uh, that weekend. So okay, yeah, beautiful. Surgery today. Well, um, oh, it made surgery. Yeah, wow, that was thank nice. you, Candy. Surgery, it went well. D- oh, thanks for the update, update, Candy. Yep. Wow, uh, okay. All right. Uh, so so I do have two questions about yes. the ten year. Um, tenure. Uh, first of all, is there a badge that goes along with it? No. Well, that's that sucks. Uh, and then, <laughs> wah, wah. Like I, yeah, I I could probably get get you the imagery. I know the designer. Um, but then secondarily, <laughs> since I had Jordan purchase my boxes, I'm just curious how many are left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, tax. <laughs> That's oh, it's kind of like when that's kind of like you give your buddy box is unopened. It's like you give your buddy fifty bucks and they're going to Vegas. Like, hey, I bet on black or whatever. It's like they're not going to make the bet. They're just <laughs> no. going to take the money and and and, and yeah, you lost, bro. <laughs> yeah. And Jordan's just like, yeah, the the cigars never showed up. I don't know, man. I mean, we you were at the event though. You were at the live event. Well, you sent me a photo. You need a better of story than that. Then you got to work, work on your story, Jordan. Work on your story. All right, that's uh, we, yeah. we're all caught up. I'm sorry to hear that uh, about Juan's troubles, but I'm glad to hear that he is. Yeah, you know, on in, the mend. In, in perfect Juan fashion, can I can I just say cheers to Juan? Everybody. Cheers to Juan. Cheers. Cheers to Juan. Cheers. cheers to our good buddy. Too many cheers. That's what got him in this situation in the first place. Mm-hmm. Uh, real quick, you. before you guys get started, uh, if you're tuning in, yes, we will announce 
the winners of the Veterans Day contest. But we'll do that at the end of the show. So if you want to see if you won, uh, stay tuned till the end. Beautiful. Yep. It's you got to. We call that a teaser. Yeah, that's right. In the uh, in the bins. uh, Just tease it just a little bit. Just. You just just flick the nipple and then move on. You know, <laughs> little teaser. What? Whoa! I didn't know where you were going there. I didn't know where you were going. Nobody. I didn't even know where I was going. It just kind of happened. And then uh, the word nipple slipped out. Oh! <laughs> it's it's the it's it's a fun word to say. It's impossible to say the word nipple and be upset. You know. <laughs> you, know you, you, you look. Everybody's smiling. See what I mean? It's like impossible to be mad about the word nipple. Uh, anyway, that's uh, I've been that's my thesis. I've been working on that since college. Um, so today we are wrapping up the uh, Nicaraguan uh, venture uh, segment of season five. Randy, we have smoked. I was doing this on the live yesterday, and I was I said, you know, this is the last cigar. I'm not saying that we saved the best for last. And then I started thinking, wow, what is the best cigar that we've smoked in this segment? We have smoked the Hoya de Nicaragua Antaño. We have smoked nice. the Oliva V Milano. Mm. We have smoked the uh, uh, Don, uh, Pepin Don Pepin original. Garcia original. And now we are smoking the Alma Fuerte from our good friends. At, oh, look at that. That was beautiful. At Placencia. I don't know. I, I can't pick a favorite. The one thing I will say, the cigar that surprised me the most uh, out of this segment was the, uh, the original, the Don Pepin original, because I smoked that thing. Uh, Juan's checking in, fresh out of surgery, and he's well, lit. You, you might be fresh out of surgery. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's his. My insides feel like velvet. <laughs> Glad he's, you're on the mend, Juan. We love you, bro. Yeah, feel better may, soon. May, 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 maybe no texting for the next couple of days, though, until you, you know, get. The, I, he's the, fine. The texting, just no more one wheeling. Are you kidding? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you never know what's going to come out when you're on the meds. Um, but yeah, that, that, uh, that Don Pepin original, I mean, yeah. that cigar was 11 years old, 10, 11 years old. And it really surprised me. Uh, I do want to, uh, get my hands on some, some freshies and, uh, and smoke that again, because that's a damn good cigar, but we've smoked some, I mean, it's funny, right? We get to plan what we're smoking and well, believe it or not, we smoked a bunch of really good stuff. Yeah. Well, but to your point, cause, uh, every, I agree with everything you just said about Don Pepin original, um, you know. Now I'm drawing a blank on, on which year that came out. Uh, 2000 and 2003, I think. Three? Yeah, yeah, I think that's right. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, a cigar that's 19 years old uh, doesn't necessarily get as much attention from us with all the new stuff that's come out since. So excited to revisit all three of the cigars we've smoked in this segment. None of them are new. None of them have that, like, oh, this just came out and has this great, like, collab or anything they're just tried and true classic originals right. and they still are hits uh the the oliva v the the antonio the don pepin original were all i mean above expectations for me at least i i i uh, what the heck uh, just, <laughs> just ignore it and move on man yeah yeah if you're listening on the uh podcast we're Juan is chiming in. I asked him not to, to text and send too many messages because you just never know. But Jordan's being a kind soul and putting him up on the screen for us. It's very entertaining. Uh, another, yet another reason to tune in live, I'm telling you. All right, sorry, Randy, keep going. No, no. So so really excited. I, I couldn't recommend uh, at a more high level uh, for any anyone and everyone that tunes into this show. I know most of our audience are like the Uber cigar geeks and always hunting for what's new. 
Uh, same as craft beer. Everyone always wants what's new. Every once in a while, remember to go back and revisit some of the classics that made us love cigars in the first place. They're still great. They're going to be very welcoming on your palate when you get back to them. Uh, so, yeah, I, I've, I've enjoyed uh, the, this navigation to Nicaragua, if you will. And... Uh, and I'm really excited about finishing up here. You know, we'll talk a little bit about the cigar we're smoking tonight from Placencia de Almafuerte. Um, but I, I think uh, I, I'm really pleased with our selections. Like a small little golf clap for you and me, Robbie. We, we did a really good job. I mean, it's it's kind of nice when you get to decide what you want to smoke, right? Like that's what I was saying. Like Stunner, they're all really good. I mean, who would have thought? Uh, and we even and I even managed to work in a Tatuaje. Uh, um, through the through the show and, and make it like didn't take a place of any of these cigars, but still got to work one in on the uh, on the uh, wild card. So it's been yeah, it's it been still a fun, fits the fun theme segment. Even. It does. It, it fits it perfectly. But some there's almost like too many. You know, I mean, we got to hit all the high points. We skip so many of them because we can. I mean, we could yeah. do a whole season uh, just on uh, on Nicaraguan cigars, really. Uh, but you know, limited to four episodes, we did five. Uh, so again, smoking the Alma Fuerte. Uh, the specs on this particular cigar are stunning, Randy. This is from uh, Placencia Cigars, and it is a it has a, a wrapper from Nicaragua. It's a got lot. a binder from Nicaragua, and it's got fillers from Nicaragua. <laughs> I mean, D- like, wouldn't that I, I was make stunned this a, to read that. Is, isn't there a name for this? Ah, oh, oh, yeah. puro. <laughs> It's a Puro, dude. Only a Puro. Um, <laughs> Love uh, the Nicaraguan Puros. That's what we're smoking. Uh, let's talk about what we're drinking. I, Randy, and I know you tuned in to the live yesterday. Uh, I know you missed the Monday lives, but you definitely caught the Tuesday one. I am revisiting one of my favorites, uh, one of my favorite cocktails that we have already featured on the show. We featured it in what? episode two of season three. I am drinking the uh, Boulevardier. Ooh. Which I know is one of Jordan's favorites. We and it was and honestly, when we had it during the show, it was a disaster. It did not pair well with the cigar that we were smoking. Uh, it was just an unpleasant uh, experience all around. You complained an awful lot uh, during that show. You were very vocal about how much you did not like it. Uh, Jordan and I were befuddled because we love this cocktail, and it just did not go well with that particular cigar. Uh, the recipe I'm using is from Liquor.com, as per usual. Uh, one and a quarter ounces of bourbon. You can use rye. I used bourbon in this case. I think I used Eagle Rare. Uh, one ounce of Campari. One ounce of sweet vermouth and garnished with a twist of orange, which I did not do. And I'm totally comfortable with that because I don't necessarily like the orange uh, in this particular cocktail. So in essence, this is a Negroni, but with uh, with a brown liquor with bourbon. It okay. is, uh, yeah, Kevin Acuff uh, <clears throat> got a little uh, creative with the emojis there in his uh, opinion about Campari. Um, he, that, those oh. are two exorcist emojis, I believe. Um, it is, uh, a, it's an acquired taste, I guess. It's an interesting flavor. It's very earthy. Um, it almost tastes kind of like dirt in a way. It's right. a little bit sweet. Uh, it's bright red, which is where the, the color from this cocktail comes from. So you're looking at it, you're thinking, oh, this is going to taste like a cherry Jolly Rancher. And it tastes like the exact opposite of a whatever that is, yep. the exact opposite of a cherry cherry Jolly Rancher. Uh, however, yeah, bl- uh, a, I love a, Campari. A mud clot, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's fair. You can if you want to go with that. I'll, I'll pull up their website <laughs> and see what their uh, what what flavor uh, 
uh, flavor descriptors they use, but it is definitely bitter. Um, it's, in a good yeah, way. Chad is in. He says it's gold. Yeah, it's definitely bitter. Uh, Jeff Howard bitter wants to know what the hell equal bad. is Campari. Uh, correct. Yeah, it's, look at IPAs. It's, it's nothing yes. that you need to look into. No, it's nothing like the bitterness you get from hops and an IPA. Get but it just no, shows I, I that don't, bitterness that was, bad. <clears throat> right, that's that's what we were suggesting. Not necessarily that this tastes like an IPA because it doesn't. Tastes nothing like an IPA. But well, in our hunter gatherer days, uh, bitterness was actually the the we are naturally adverse to bitterness because that's what would let us know that this might kill us when we were tasting and foraging for random berries in the woods. Like, because all poison is bitter, and so we're not really supposed to like bitter. I love that cocktail, except for the flavor of it. <laughs> uh, Did somebody say Jordan, that? <laughs> Jordan, I actually have a request. I know we've got some uh, some sound effects. If we could uh, track down a snoring sound effect, uh, perhaps the one from Ferris Bueller's Day Off that he uses to uh, fake out his parents. Uh, that we could throw in when Randy starts talking about hunting and gathering. That oh, <laughs> I'll keep that. I'll bookmark that. Yeah, please do. Please yeah, do. I'm going to look up Campari that. to give you guys some uh, some flavor descriptors on it. But, go, Randy, go ahead. Tell us what you're drinking. Well, I'm drinking something that's delicious, unlike Robbie. Uh, I am going with a cocktail that I, ca- I didn't feature on this show. I um, talked about it on one episode. It was the, the one I didn't go with. Um but uh, I, I, I like, I got to give Chad to Chad uh, a shout out. What doesn't kill us makes us stronger. I, I, Spot I, I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. There. That, was, that was a good response. Um, so I am drinking uh, a cocktail that I've been holding back for just the right pairing because I love this cocktail. It's bright, unique. It's hip and modern and flavorful. And I... It, but it's pretty intense, and so I've been waiting for just the right cigar uh, that it wouldn't run over. And so I'm super excited to finally introduce to the show the Espresso Martini. Um, this Espresso Martini, um, the recipe comes also from Liquor.com. It uh, features two ounces of vodka, half an ounce of coffee liqueur. Uh, you could go Kahlua, but I go with a local high-end brand from St. George's Spirits, one ounce of freshly brewed espresso, half an ounce of simple syrup, and then garnished with just a couple little uh, coffee beans on top. And uh, and so I'm really excited to, to kick this off with the espresso martini with my Placencia Alma Fuerte. I think this uh, is a perfect... Uh descriptor or not descriptor perfect demonstration of our taste when it comes to cocktails that i like good flavor and you like bitter weird shit (laughs) there there is i I can't think of too many unless i mean if if you if if you decided we wanted to do that as a pairing for the show i would drink it um you don't like the idea of an espresso martini no no you like coffee right i do I mean, you can't dislike vodkas because it has virtually no flavor. And I go with Kettle One, which is the best flavored Espresso vodka. is bitter, too. Yeah. Espresso is a bit bitter, but if you were paying attention, Jordan, you, you'd hear that I added simple syrup that completely 
Well, sure, that's, but you know, well, let's not diss his uh, no, pick. I'm it, not dissing. No, I'm saying you it's, both it's have better ingredients in your cocktails. It's, that's true. That's yep, true. That's fair. true. That's fair. Um, to to give a little bit of a very little bit of background on Campari because I didn't really research it. It's an aperitif, um, and it Ooh. is uh, strong, bittersweet <laughs> flavor. Uh, notes of orange peel, cherry, clove, and cinnamon. Uh, I can honestly tell you I've never tasted cinnamon in this. Yeah, I don't get cinnamon. Uh, cherry, to me, is more of a placebo effect given the color. Uh, I can definitely get the orange peel, yep. and the clove shows up for me as well, uh, but along with um, with uh, some, some other flavor notes. that I mean, really, it's just it's bitter, it's earthy, and it's... Uh, I mean, it's more bitter than earthy. I, I don't know. I, the two sometimes can be synonymous in my head, but... I think it's a delicious cocktail, and I can already tell you that the pairing is significantly better than the last time we did this, uh, but we'll get into that a little bit more later. Uh, boys, I know you guys are smoking something different because uh, uh, for whatever reason, you all didn't have uh, the cigars. I know it's not your fault. It's not my fault, uh, but for whatever reason, <laughs> I, I, don't know what, I don't know what happened. Uh, I think carrier pigeons were involved, so uh, you know you never know. You can't trust those guys. Um, what is it that you guys are drinking and smoking uh, tonight? So tonight we're gonna we're gonna just sort of let you guys do this pairing. Um, I, I we we got back. We've been running ever since, so we didn't really have time to put something together. I'm I'm smoking a diet sarsaparilla, pairing it with bourbon. Uh, I think Jordan's got a uh, what do you got, Good Jordan? Man. Well, I went uh, Ninja Aqua. Nice. Uh, nice. which is as Nicaraguan as it gets, baby. And then yeah. uh, somebody brought, uh, Connor brought uh, some sort of rye I'm drinking. Uh, I only have like half taste right now. <laughs> I've got some sort of head cold, so don't even, don't even come to me. I, I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, we'll let, we'll let you, <laughs> we're going to let you guys run with this one tonight. So. All right, fair enough. Um, <clears throat> so, Randy, what do you want to talk about? Well, if you'd like to hear more got, about how. I, I know you've got something. You always have something tucked in your sleeve, well, maybe in your long johns. I mean, <laughs> something that you're something guys. you're ready to whip out for the show. Whoa. So, uh, hey, oh, whoa, so whoa. Uh, so let's. Uh, I, I want to hear I, what uh, what you have to I say, was... uh, Jordan. If you could cue up the snoring noise, that would be well, <laughs> real quick. While we before we get too what far away freak. from the the Juan <laughs> conversation, you guys, Juan gave us consent in the comments Do oh he see? did wait wait should, i think we should do that after the break okay let's let's so tell me queue up the video live tell, tell, i don't have video of it happening i have video of the reveal the reveal um so let's Ooh. so guys if you're watching after the break we will we'll show the video and 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 thanks to juan because we didn't want to show this unless he was cool with it but we'll show what happens you, when the sock gets cut away Mm. Oh, and, 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 and the reaction you got, especially, I don't know if you'll be able to hear it or not, but listen for Jeff, Jeff Todd, uh, you gotta, you gotta listen for Jeff Todd's reaction when he sees the leg. It's great. It's classic. Man. So Anyways, do we is, need like some sort of like, like disclaimer, uh, special yeah. disclaimer yeah, before yeah, you play? Yeah, you like, probably. Yeah. Is this like, like a Joe Theismann injury yeah. kind of thing? There's no, there's no blood. Okay. Yeah, well, but, but things but are bent in the wrong are, direction. Have, so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Chad says it. Weak, may not want to watch. Weak stomach should not watch, is yeah, from what yeah. I So I I will probably uh, avert my eyes. I don't, no, you're going to you're gonna want to watch. Trust me. Like, it's, it's worth things every pointing second. in the wrong direction is, is very. Wants, um, 
<laughs> I do. Okay. All right, you, you, Randy. You know, just the way you said things pointing in the wrong direction actually reminded me of something. Randy! Tonight, your favorite cigar pairing show hosts, Robbie Raz and Randy Griggs, will again venture to take you on a journey of flavor that will cross the globe and bring you to one of the finest tobacco-growing regions in all the world. Welcome to the final episode of the Navigation to Nicaragua, as we here at Flavor Odyssey venture to the boldest and richest pairing yet. All of these amazing episodes and brilliant alliterations, as always, are brought to you by our amazing sponsor, the greatest cigar maker in all of Nicaragua, Drew Estate Cigars. Please support everything Drew Estate does by following them on all social media platforms at Drew Estate and ask for them at a brick and mortar near you. And our favorite brick and mortar is also one of the best online retailers and is a sponsor for all cigars smoked here on Flavor Odyssey. Our great friends at Smoke In. Smoke In consistently strives to offer cigar enthusiasts the best possible buying experience. Smoke In's knowledgeable staff is ready and waiting to aid you in your quest to find the perfect cigar. So check out any one of their 11 brick and mortar locations or find them online at smokein.com. Nice. Beautiful thing. Too good. Very, very. You read them reads, baby. Yeah, baby. That's what I do. That's what I do. do. Um, (laughs) So so, uh, let's talk a little bit about the cigar, Rob. Uh, This is an exciting one. Um, You know, so much is made of, you know, uh, the brands, the manufacturers, and, you know, one of the biggest industry players that you might not always hear about are the agriculturists, the growers themselves. Uh, there are two massive growers in Nicaragua that provide um, a great deal of tobacco to every brand you've ever loved, most of the cigars you've ever smoked, Um uh, when you're talking about Nicaraguan cigars, the two largest manufacturers are Agnor Salif and Placencia. Um, the way I hear it, uh, they are so similar in size, in fact, that who the largest uh, grower of tobacco in Nicaragua is uh, varies from year to year, depending on total crop harvest. Um, some years it's Agnorsa, some years it's Placencia. But Placencia has a, a you know, very different uh, it's like the polar opposite of the Agonorsa story where, uh, you know, this, you know, we all we all know the Agonorsa story. He got rich on a pizzeria in, in Spain and came over and entered the industry. Placencia goes the complete other way. They are the fourth and fifth generation uh, from a Cuban family that emigrated uh, from uh, Cuba to Nicaragua. Uh, around the time of, uh, you know, in the early 60s when, when uh, the embargo set hold, uh, they, they, they went and, but Placencia is a massive grower, not only in Nicaragua, but also in Costa Rica, Panama, Honduras. Um, they're, they're just one of the largest, uh, tobacco growers. They also have, um, have manufacturing, uh, companies as well. And they have for many, many years 
done private label stuff, all the brands that we know and love from Alec Bradley um, to Arturo Fuente. They, they've done cigars for virtually every cigar brand you've ever known and, and, uh, and had an affinity for. And in 2017, uh, they released for the first time ever their own uh, brand. All right. Yes, it would have been 2016, maybe. Uh, they they announced uh, Placencia 1865, which is their their actual uh, cigar brand, and they uh, planned and announced upon opening five Alma series cigars, which were going to be their ultra ultra premiums. Uh, congratulations to Joshua Rivas on the red belt, by the way. Um, Absolutely. The, uh, they they do have some other cigars outside of the Alma uh, series. They have the Cosecha. Uh, they got a couple uh, cigars they've released under the Cosecha brand. But the, the Alma series first kicked off with the Alma Fuerte. Uh, Alma is the Spanish word for soul. And Alma Fuerte is strong soul, as you guys have, I'm, I'm sure, seen. They've got the Alma del Fuego, the Alma del Campo. Um, but this was the first one and still my favorite to this day. It is the strongest expression of their tobacco. And the way they say it is they literally hold back their finest tobacco they don't release this to all the different brands that they work with they held this back for their own brand to really create this ultra premium uh you know brand under their family name so nestor uh, placencia senior and uh, nestor jr uh, run the company and are both part of the blending team um the way they tell it it's a it's a blending team of five people that developed this cigar and this was really like their their Maestro Obro, their their masterpiece um, brand, and so uh, again, as you pointed out, Robbie, it is an all Nicaraguan puro um, that is deep, rich, uh, chocolatey, spicy. I mean, literally everything that we've ever, uh, all the descriptors we've used to describe why we love Nicaraguan tobacco. This, to me, is one of the more complex expressions of it, that you have that briny saltiness. You have that jalapa, uh, volcanic, red earth sweetness. You have those deep, rich cocoa notes, um, tons of baking spice, just a bit of black pepper, actually, considering like how bold and intense it is. Uh, um, it's actually a little bit lighter on the black pepper than, than mm -hmm. maybe uh, you know one might think. Um, and they, they focus more on kind of those more nuanced baking spice characteristics, in my opinion. This is one of those cigars, and we talk about this a little bit. It's If you're not retrohaling, you're leaving so much meat on the bone with this one specifically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, on, the, on the palate, I get some of that earth, uh, some of that chocolate, <clears throat> some, a lot of that cabinet spice that you're talking about. But the retrohale brings all that richness. All that There's more leather components there's almost like a like a plum dried fruit situation mm -hmm. happening there and i get a bit of a red pepper flake uh more of that heat on the retrohale than a black yep. pepper um so that's a good call on your part there but yeah for me every time i smoke this cigar and i don't smoke it often enough um every time i smoke the cigar it gets better the first time i ever smoked this cigar was on the golf course with you uh you handed me one of the bellicosos at the beginning and i think on it was the second hole when I was putting for eagle. Uh, I, I was, is that I, how I you remember that going? I, I, I wasn't putting for eagle. Uh, on the second <laughs> hole, I, I was putting. It was not for eagle. 
Um, but I, I, we start to walk away, and I'm like, oh, crap, where's my cigar? And it's over by where my ball was, and it's got a bunch of cleat marks in it. Like, I totally just ruined that cigar. I still smoked it anyway. Uh, it was an interesting yes. experience. Um, it was You, you toughed uh, it out. I appreciated you. you yeah. You, you I, said, you just handed me this. I'm going to smoke it anyway. I did. I, I smoked the whole thing. And it was it was good, but it wasn't great because, you know, let's be honest, I stepped on the damn thing. Um, but every time I smoke the cigar, it gets better. This is the best version of this cigar that I've ever smoked. We're smoking the Robusto, the Robustus mm-hmm. or whatever they call it. Um, yeah. It is it's just absolutely delicious. There's you're right. There's so much. We love Nicaraguan tobacco. We talk about it all the time. And everything that we love, this is like just quintessential Nicaraguan tobacco. For me, this is how I, <clears throat> this is the tobacco I grew up on. This is, these are the cigars that I would smoke when I first got into cigars. and was like, wow, I really want to lo- know more about this. And now it's like, this is like a perfected version of all things that are great about Nicaraguan tobacco. It's delicious, absolutely delicious cigar. But if you're not retrohaling, you're doing it wrong. You're, you're leaving so much meat on the bone, man. It's like, seriously, it's, it's, uh, it's night and day difference. Um, I know like, and we, we have more that we can wax poetic about the cigar, but uh, looking at the comments, people are chomping at the bit to see this video. Do you guys have that queued <laughs> up and ready Wait, to go? All right, all right. Just, just uh, for the people that just join us, let me just reset this up in case we want to uh, cut this segment out of the show and uh, play it later. But uh, just so you know what we're about to watch, um, uh, Thursday night, this past Thursday night, we're at the Protocol Studios. We recorded Smoke Night Live. Uh, there was a lot of people there, like 30 people. Everybody was leaving. Uh, Kevin decides to bring up his one wheel, which is like a skateboard with a wheel in the middle. And we're all riding it around. Jordan hits the wall, puts a hole in the wall. Um, it was fun. We, we got the hang of it. Um, Juan tried a couple times, couldn't do it, so he stayed off of that thing. But then, af- after there's only like six people left in the studio... Um, Juan the gets waning a, hours, the of waning the hours of the evening. Juan gets when the best on it. stuff happens. Yeah, exactly. Nothing, <laughs> good, nothing good ever happens after midnight, and and that's so true in this case. So Juan gets on it, and he goes about three feet, it, literally three feet, and he falls awkwardly. And when he fell awkwardly, none of us understood what happened. We we couldn't. We thought maybe he hit his head or his back. We we really weren't sure. We're like, oh, you're all right, until we looked down at his foot. And that's when we realized that one of his feet was facing the wrong direction. Now, this video starts after Juan had kind of like propped himself up against the wall so that we could assess. And 911 was called. The uh, paramedics had just got there. And so, so that is where this video starts. Here we go. Oh, okay. boy. Here we go. Now I'm not going to be able to find the pairing of the sock. When I <laughs> so, Deanna, can you just cut the other one so that you had matching socks? Yeah. <laughs> hey, we got a guy in my office. He was trying to... Cr- oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. So, yeah, I didn't do too hot anatomy, but I don't think that's supposed to go that way. Oh, my God. This is pretty gnarly. I'm not going to lie. That's probably one of the gnarlier ones I've seen oh, while still in the Well, we'll send you all the pictures of you. <laughs> oh, yeah. So if you oh, couldn't could see, a... his, foot was, <laughs> his foot was separated from his leg and just flipped the opposite direction. Like his, his leg was still pointed forward. Like his foot should have been pointing up, not right. back and to the right. 
And that, and, and, oh my and, and if he would have just lifted his leg right then, it would have just gone the other direction, the which flop. is yeah, kind of the really, way it was I, when we first saw it. Anyways, poor I guy. It looked like his shin thankful. bone is like pushing against the skin, still trying to go that way. <laughs> now, now here's the thing, you guys. Here's the sad part about this. Oh. Juan was so excited to spend the weekend with us, and he just was oh. profusely apologizing, like, "I'm so sorry." We're like, it's okay. Like, as long as you're okay. That's all that really matters. Says they also cut his jeans on. Yeah. <laughs> He's got jokes. That was his favorite part. I mean, I think. Cutting the jeans on. Anyways, Juan, we we hope you're we hope you feel better. He said he had surgery today. He's probably in a lot of pain. He's Oof. on a lot of drugs. So Juan, all we can say is yeah. get better soon, baby. Because uh, cheers to Juan. Cheers to Juan. Che- uh, cheers to Juan. Yeah. Cheers to Juan. Dude. There we go. So wow. feel better, buddy. All right. You've seen yeah. it now. You are, <clears throat> it's you out are there. definitely on the injured reserve. You are missing the rest of the the twenty uh, the twenty twenty two uh, twenty twenty three football season for sure. Uh, it, hopefully, you'll be ready for uh, for for training camp. Uh, wow, son! That the is... best part is like everyone's looking around, like what's going to happen when this sock gets cut off, and Jeff Todd in the background's like, "Oh, Jesus!" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then it, and like and expeditiously left the room. Yeah, like, yeah that would have been me. It's like, oh, I'm out. That's it. Yeah. Too much oh. for me. Oh my goodness, Juan Cancel. Oh. Holy crap, son! Wow. Yeah. Um, what are you gonna do? And 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 the in the the tech, she was just like. Yeah, you really jacked your shit up. Wow. <laughs> that is amazing and Oof. and sad. I'm, I mean, you're going to be fine. I mean, but it's going to take some time. Holy crap, son. Wow. Yeah. All you right. Feel that one gets cold. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was uh that was rough. Um I mean, we 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 talked a bit about the uh the cigar. We waxed poetic and we we've got a few minutes left here. Um, I want to give just a little bit more. I, I know, Randy, you, you're not a fan of this uh, particular <laughs> cocktail. Um, just a little. I have the background pulled up, so I'm gonna I'm gonna throw oh, it out geez. there. Um, this uh, the cigars or the cigar. This cocktail's been around since 1927 uh, from the Barflies and Cocktails uh, book uh, that came out in 1927. Um, this was created by. This is such a great name, and I don't even know if I'm saying it right. Erskine. E R S K I N E. Would you say that in a different way? Erskine. Erskine. Ersk- Erskine Gwen uh, created this cocktail. Uh, was the publisher of the Boulevardier magazine. Uh, created this cocktail in Paris in the twenties. Lots of really, really, really good stuff came out of Paris in the twenties. Um, if uh, if I'm being honest. And basically, it, like I said, it's an Agroni, but with uh, with a different uh, different base uh, li- liquor. It's uh, Negroni is gin. Uh, this is uh, whiskey based. It is rich and warming. And as they say here, it's the exact drink you want to reach for on a chilly fall or winter evening. Right after, Randy, you put on your long johns. It is, uh, quite, <laughs> it is quite delicious. It's interesting. <clears throat> With this particular cigar, this cigar is strong enough to stand up uh, yeah. to this particular drink. So the, the, uh, the intensity is spot on. I think the problem that we had, and we smoked the, uh, oh boy, we smoked the, um, oh man, I can't think of what the cigar was that we smoked. You blew it. You blew I it. I did. I did. It's, <clears throat> a, uh, it's, it's a Fratello. The Fratello with the blue, white, and red label. I can't think of the name oh, of it. I'll Arke- look it up. Arke- Arlequin. Yeah, Arlequin. 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 Yes, that's what we smoked. And, and the, 
if memory serves, the the cocktail was just too strong for that. The flavors right. were just too strong. Uh, this, <clears throat> the uh, Alma Fuerte from Placencia, super flavor forward, rich, and the richness kind of balances out on each side, right? Because this cocktail, while it has a bitter component to it, it's a very rich. It's rich and warming, as they said. Uh, there is a lot happening here, and it's I'm getting a ton of sweet notes out of the cigar or out of the uh, out of the cocktail. I keep interchanging the two. Uh, maybe it's because I've had two of these. Um, <laughs> I'm getting a lot of the sweetness coming out of the Boulevardier because it does have some sweet components in here. Uh, bourbon has a little bit of sweetness to it. Then the sweet vermouth really does have that that kind of not really like a jammy sweetness, but I'm definitely getting more uh, a fruity vibe from this particular uh, the drink as far as the pairing is concerned. So this the the heaviness uh, on each side, and it doesn't really crush your palate like you'd think it was it still maintains a brightness on the cocktail side the uh and my palate is clear every time i take a drag on the cigar it's there's so much flavor in there just overwhelms everything that was maybe lingering or left over from the last sip or the last puff it's i'm surprised at how good this pairing was i did it kind of on a whim because i thought i want to have a boulevardier i haven't had one in a while so what the hell let's have one wednesday night but it's actually working out really, really well. I'm surprised at how good it is. It's I'm definitely getting more of that sweet vibe from uh, from the cocktail. Which, Randy, I know you've had this before, and you would the last mm. thing you'd call this uh, cocktail would be sweet. I would imagine. Yeah. Now, as you well, gave that speech, a couple of guys switched their votes. I could see the votes switching. Well, I was about I to won't say, tell so you that, in which that, direction. Yeah. yeah. That that well, wasn't. Well, since, that, that's since not really Robbie's the... stumping so hard for his no, pairing no, because I, he I, chose I, such I, a soft pairing that he's got to try and win you over with uh, with his soft. fancy 1920s Paris Dude. reference, which I don't even get. Um. Uh. So. So I. <laughs> I, I saw I, you smirking I, at that. <laughs> What is he even referencing right now? Uh, look, look, look it up. There was a lot going on in Paris in the twenties. Is, is that when the French Kiss came out? Um, okay, so so if Randy you're going to do it, I'm going to do it. Yeah, you were I, there, weren't you? I remember. I remember Paris in the twenties, and it wasn't all you're making it out to be. <laughs> uh, the uh, uh, so the martini that I'm drinking, the espresso martini. Um, is a classic drink invented by a British bartender named Dick Bradsell at Fred's Club in London. Legend has it that a top model of the era had come in and asked for a cocktail that would, quote, wake me up and fuck me up. And so he he grabbed <laughs> an espresso like shot. He, he, he whipped up a martini, threw some coffee liqueur in it, and voila, an amazing coffee-based cocktail was born that night in that fabulous <laughs> British bar in the 80s. Um, and, uh, I, much, I imagine uh, London in the 80s was a lot of fun, too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, that was actually, like, I mean, now, the were, 80s for different were reasons, much so. more sophisticated than the 20s. Come on. Way, way more. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, I don't know about all So, that. Like, 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 literally, like, if, if you guys have ever gone to, you know, Miami and uh, imbibed in a Cuban coffee and had that sweet espresso character, this is that in a cocktail. It is... Uh, a really intensely flavored cocktail, um, but the the flavors rich. It's sweet. It's perfect. Um, the intensity matches up really, really well with this cigar. It, it enhances some of that coffee and chocolatey notes 
coming from the cigar. The sweetness also really enhances a lot of that uh, baking spice character. You get a lot of more cinnamon because of the the, the uh, sweetness kind of emphasizing some of those baking spices and bringing out some of those more nuanced characteristics. So this is, as I always say, like what I'm looking for in a perfect pairing is something that the sum is greater than that of its parts. Um, this pairing is that uh, uh, to the extreme, man. This is a thumbs up for me. Couldn't recommend this pairing any higher. Uh, I want to give a thumb a thumbs up to Stogie's sister for the uh, the wham reference uh, when you said I want a cocktail that's going to wake me up and I was before you go I was I was singing the song in my wake head and before and, you go and, and, and thank you for uh, Stogie's <laughs> sister for pointing that one out. I uh, miss yes, you guys uh, uh, pitching your pairings like that. Like it's been a while since you really like they were stumping. Thumped. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I want to be clear, I wasn't pitching my pairing. I was just giving a little background on the cocktail. Uh, I feel like it, it got a, a bit of a short straw uh, with the last pairing because it really did, it didn't work at all. It was, it, it's, it was a, a thumbs down all the way around. And um, I didn't go back and watch that episode, but I'd be curious to go back and watch it because we, I don't think we, uh, we were very kind. Uh, and this is a, a damn fine cocktail. And this pairing, we just needed a bigger, bolder cigar. Uh, nothing, yep. uh, not saying anything against that, that uh, the Arlequin, which we smoked. Uh, it just wasn't the right pairing for the two. That's a good cigar, too, if memory serves. But this is just Yo. has uh, enough, uh, enough uh, uh, whatever you want to say, oomph. enough flavor. Oomph. Yeah, yeah enough yeah. oomph to, uh, to keep up with the... To keep up with the uh, the Boulevardier, and it's just fun to say. And you kind of just you have to go maybe <laughs> maybe little pinkies out when you're yeah, going Boulevardier. You know, somebody just kind of. I, I sure you know hope I mean? you lose some votes for going pinkies out. Um, but so, you know what? I, I I'm glad you brought that up because that's how we started this show, right, Rob? Like we really started this show as an educational um, experience, mm. um, not only for our audience, but for ourselves as well, you know, kind of a, uh, a justification to get out of the norm of just drinking and smoking as we, as we do every day. Um, and re I really put some, a lot of thought into, uh, the flavor pairings, uh, uh, the flavor elements of these pairings. Um, and w you know, we, we started this whole show by talking about what the elements of a great pairing are. And the first and most important is intensity. Uh, if you have one element that overpowers the other, um, it, it can either mask flavors, you know, make flavors just go away that normally would have been there without the pairing and, uh, or, or just completely render the other element, uh, tasteless. Um, uh, and so I, I totally get your meaning. I do remember, uh, that that was a bad pairing. I'm glad you were able to find a cigar that, that could hold up and have that structure to match the, the intensity of the Boulevardier. Uh, and I do know it's a good cocktail, even though uh, I, I give you nothing but shit about it. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, and, and and honestly, I feel the same way about the espresso martini. It's it's a very intense flavor. You know, this this would run over a lot of natural and certainly shade grown wrapped cigars. Again, we we all know that the the wrapper isn't the only defining character, but as we've learned, as we've interviewed so many uh, great blenders on the show over, over the time that they blend to that wrapper flavor. And so if it's a lighter flavor wrapper, they blend a, a lighter bunch 
to to match that wrapper so so as not to mask and 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 uh, overpower the wrapper flavor because it's it's typically the most premium uh, leaf used in a cigar um, uh, recipe in the, in the first place. So um, so if nothing else, no matter who you vote for tonight, uh, the Placencia Almafuerte is is going to be something that you can go to for any intensely flavored beverage um, that you feel like hasn't matched up with other cigars that you've smoked. Um, great cigar. I know it's a high price point. We try to keep a lot of the cigars we smoke to be a little, little, little bit more accessible. I think this one comes in at a $22 price point before tax. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's a, it's a pricey cigar, but when you're feeling fancy, you want to celebrate something, this is a great uh, cigar to turn to and, and definitely look for something a little bit more powerful and in intensity when you're trying to pair with it. So Robbie, well, are you, Yep. Going thumbs up. I don't think we ever got your thumbs on this. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely thumbs up. Yeah, you gave me. I saw the video of it, or not the video, but the, the interaction there. Well, the, you the then you up. said you were thumbs up, and then you said on on Stogie's sister's comment. So I was like, yeah. Oh. So it's, I'm, yeah, it's all good. It's all good. Thumbs up on all of it. Um, it's so Randy. I was going. I was initially going to go with a stout. Nothing. Uh, no, not a sweet stout. Not a. You know, barrel aged or imperial. Pastry, I, was, I was probably going to go imperial stout, maybe a Russian stout, something to that effect. There you go. What beer would you go with um, to to pair with this? I mean, because that's where I was going to go, and then I just said, you know, I don't feel like going to go, go buy it. I want to have this cocktail again, and I'm I'm really glad that I switched to the cocktail because it's paired really well. Uh, and I'm getting with the second one. Dana made the second one. Um, Round oh, two we, here. We, we, we saw you get service there while I was talking. Yeah. <laughs> you you got to get cocktail service. You brought, well, it's, it's it's like bottle service, but, you know, if I had – I don't need the whole bottle. So it's just – I got the velvet ropes here. It's a VIP section for sure, um, which is why nice. the pinkies are out for, for sure. Um, but, yeah, I was going to go – I was going to go like Russian – imperial stout something with a bit more grit to it yeah uh what would you what would you do as far as beer is concerned yeah no i'm i'm right there with you i think um you know pastry stouts have oddly become like the more normal stout that you see in the store like from from day to day where it's got maple and pecan and and syrup and donuts Donuts all kinds of weird stuff yeah right yeah no just a classic russian imperial i love that you know we it's funny because Again, I'm having to backtrack on some of the the grief I gave you earlier. I think the bitterness, the bitter component in the drink actually does um, work well because there is a lot of sweetness in the cigar, and and so the, they they really balance each other well. Uh, a Russian Imperial Stout, you know, I've often talked about, you know, when people ignorantly ask about IBUs in an IPA, most people wouldn't guess that Old Rasputin from North Coast is also like 100. 100 IBUs. Yeah, the same as a Pliny the Elder, um, but you wouldn't identify it as being uh, hoppy or, or bitter for that matter because there's so much richness there's so much sweet and chocolate characteristic but there's an assertive bitterness uh, as an undertone in, in a russian imperial stout um that i think would pair really well yeah i think i think you're spot on on that one i yeah, think too I'm, much I'm sweetness glad. would, would yeah. be just no. too over the top sweet with from, no, coming it, from it, both elements i think if you throw all that extra sweetness you get that's a palate confuser I like right. to call it a palate confuser. It's got to, you know, that's I don't need not a real term, and, but 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 I, but I, I, no, I like I, what you're doing. It is because I just said it. <laughs> uh, I like I, I don't need Captain Crunch in my uh, in in my stout. You know what I mean? I just I just want some grain and some coffee notes and some richness and and, and call it good. And I think that would have worked out really really well. Uh, almost a combination between the two of uh, things that we're drinking. Uh, and yeah. I'm glad, uh, Randy, because I, I, 
I'll be honest, when you, when you first said the cocktail that you're drinking, I was like, okay, so you graduated from the Cosmo up to the, uh, from, from, you went from Apple Teeny to Cosmo to, uh, to your espresso martini, uh, nice. goes back to your sorority well days. Um, well it was, uh, but, but, but given the way that you, that you explain it, I mean, what's not to like, like it's, yeah. it, it's, it's, it's coffee with alcohol in it. It's not that bad, no. right? Coffee no. pairs really well with cigars. So I think Can't that uh, while we went on very different ends of the spectrum, uh, I think we both did pretty well. Um, and I think that's the fun part about pairings. You can go in so many different directions uh, with, with what you're doing. You can go with something that's sophisticated, that was around you know, Hemingway and F. Scott Fitzgerald oh, and all shit. the cool people in the <laughs> 20s. Or you, know, you can go uh, Delta, 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 with your uh with your uh with your <laughs> with your cosmo and your, your apple teeny i'm just giving you a hard time oh, um so uh before we get into the votes jordan i want to hear what, what what are folks pairing uh out there in in uh, in dojo land all right let's take a look here we got all right uh, Barry's got Almaforte Sixto paired with a gnarly head old vine Zin. Ooh, Ooh, I like that, I like well, that too. Zin twice. Okay. I, I'm a Zin Barry. guy. I'm a Zin guy, so I, I, I like that. Craig, what did he say about it? Did he, did he comment uh, on it? He didn't comment on it. No. Okay. I'm curious. Uh, Craig Lee's got the uh, Almaforte with a Bucaray. Getting into the cognac early. Mm, Ooh, Vucare. Nice. That's you may be. Uh, yeah, that's we we may be uh, focusing on the Vucare a little bit uh, later in the, the following segment. But uh, you're uh, you're getting you're getting ahead of yourself there. Interesting. You know, way, to, way to jump the gun, though. If you're gonna do it, man, you did it. Right. I like it. Yeah, I like it. But he's yeah. got the cigar too, so it's. Yeah. I mean, what are you gonna do? Yeah. Kevin O'Connor has the Almaforte with El Cafecito, dark rum, coffee, liqueur. Uh, Ooh, I Something like that. Liquor, Man. liquor 43, orange bitters. What do you mean I don't know what liqueur... you like that? It's, it's a slight variation of what I'm drinking. You've done nothing it's... but give me shit. <laughs> it just sounds more grown up. I, I mean, it's, I, I, got, I, I mean, I like booty shorts, but, you know, it just seems like it seems like an adult cocktail. And it's rum. Well Coffee done. and well rum, done. that's tough to beat. No, right. no, I, I, I love that. Stephen Moses, Almaforte with dragon's milk. They are playing mm. very well together. Uh, earthy, dark chocolate, coffee, and cherries. So that's well kind of what we were just done. talking about. Yeah, well done, Stephen, to pay attention enough to the show to know that we we edge towards people that give us descriptors. I like that. Well done. I like it. But that's that's what we were just talking about, right? But that's that's a bit sweeter of a stout. It's milk stout. Mm-hmm. So there's a, a bit of uh, some lactose sugar in there to, uh, to give you some sweetness. But interesting. I like that. Oh. The, uh, there's some other ones, but I think those are the – that's, that's the core right there. Well, right, Randy, I always let you vote first. Go for it. Oh, I thought you were going to say, but this time you're going to go first. I'm I'm torn. <laughs> I I, ha- I have two favorites. Uh, I have two favorites. I I really do like the gnarly head uh, old vines in, and I do like the adult version of what I'm doing with the rum and the orange bitters. <laughs> I'm gonna have. Uh, I I'm I'm going with. I'm going with the rum cocktail. Rum cocktail gets my vote. All right, that was. Uh, it's funny we we were uh, we were deciding between the same two. I was leaning more towards the gnarly head because I just love it when people drink wine on the show. Like that's yeah. if you want to get a vote, uh, just and it's it's got nothing to do with my career change that I haven't really talked much about. But I'm <laughs> I've moved from 
beer into the uh, wine and spirits industry. Um, I think there's just so many corollaries with wine and like I'm really pushing for like a whole wine season Me too. Uh, season six the grape oh. that's it that's what we're gonna do <laughs> I like it. Um, but uh that's uh, we're pushing for it you never know maybe i just broke some news who knows but uh, i think that gets my vote i don't remember who it was but the gnarly heads in i think that that's could be a really interesting Barry. pairing yeah Barry, i think that's a, that's a really interesting uh i think a zin uh old vine zin you get a little bit of fruit get a little bit of spice uh you definitely have the body to uh to keep up with the cigar i think that's that's the way i would go that's Tie my breaker vote. I'd have to go with, uh, I think I would probably go with the, the rum cocktail. Even though I'm a Zin guy, that's not my, the Gnarly Head's not my favorite Zin. Um, it's, uh, it's, it'll give you a hangover, I can tell you that. For now sure. you're just being an elitist. I know. Uh, and I love Zin, but uh, I'd probably go with the rum cocktail. Whoever had that. Kevin O'Connor, Kevin O'Connor with the win. Nice. I'd go, I'd, go that, I'd go that route. But they're both good pairings. Both. Kevin O'Connor, yeah. what is oh. Liqueur 43? What is that? I, I was just going to say, is. now I've got to yeah, look up what, what the core 43 yeah. is. Yeah, interesting. Sounds like a brand rather than a, a, a beverage. Um, but before we do, do you guys want to do our our voting results or you want to do the uh, the giveaway winner first? Uh, well, let's, let's do the giveaway. And also, after the yeah. giveaway, uh, I do have one question for you guys that I'm going to ask now, but I want you guys to think about it uh, during yeah. during this time. So after we announced the Veterans Day contest winner. I want to know from you two, what have we learned in this Nicaraguan cigar segment? What can people take away knowing like uh, Ah, types of pairings that Mm -hmm. are good with Mm -hmm. Nicaraguan-style cigars? So you guys think about that. Uh, Every year uh, we have a a Veterans Day contest that's brought to us by Troy Cullion on the dojo. He puts together an amazing prize package. And um, to enter, all you have to do is uh, post a picture of yourself when you were in the service and uh, basically say, like, I was in the Navy or whatever. And some of these are random picks and some of these are actual picks by Troy. Uh, So there's five winners and each gets the same exact prize package, which consists of uh, the Dojo Perdomo, a box of the Dojo Perdomo 10th anniversary. Comes with a really cool Yeti. like Tumblr, that's I have one myself, which is my favorite Tumblr in the world. It's super cool, and and then a bunch of other stuff. I know the WB helped uh, with this contest as well, so shout out to the WB. Um, but Troy, mainly to Troy, um, does a great job with this. This is our sixth annual version Yeesh. of this, um, so thank you to Troy, Jordan. Let's get to the winners. We have five winners. Um, here they are. All right, here we go. The first one is Whiskey Tater. Now, here's the thing. You guys can't probably see this, but this was the one that was picked for the best picture, and I'll tell you why. So he says, um, "Is this is us in Fallujah, 2006. If you look closely, there's a black dot, and it's an artillery oh, yeah. round heading downrange. Essentially, uh, artillery Whoa. round heading, I don't know if it's heading towards them or away from them. Either way. Um, and then he says, happy birthday, fellow devil dogs. But that's an incredible picture because you can actually see around uh in the in the air there so it's a super cool picture so whiskey tater congrats you're a winner and by the way thank you for your service my friend uh what's the next one jordan next one is uh victor van pelt uh randy you know him he's always at uh lazona palooza victor's a great guy he's uh, also a um 
I, I, I believe a pastor at his church. Uh, happy Veterans Day, brothers and sisters. So he was, um, he's got his, his, his gear on there. Thank you, Victor, for your service. You are a winner. Congratulations. Uh, what's next, Jordan? And and that that is one hell of a set of handlebars. Oh, it come is. On. Yeah, look at that mustache. <laughs> Get he out should, of here. He should win on the mustache alone. Yes. I I assumed that that is how he was. Yeah. Uh, okay. This one I think was picked um, for the description. I can't I don't, I can't read the whole thing, but um, it's the Nads, and uh, he has a really really great um description there. I I wish I could read it, but my eyes are terrible. But um, Jordan, can you read it? My name is MR2, I uh, can't read the last name, and, <laughs> and I joined the United States Navy in 2012. And after my contact was up, I re-enlisted to continue the love for what I do mm. and who I do it for, America. I am now currently on my 10th year, and I plan to ride it out to the end as much as I can. If it weren't for the military, who would know where, where I'd be right now? I'm truly grateful for what I do and who I do it for. Over the years, I will say it was the best thing I did in my life, and it made me a better, smarter, and stronger breed of a generation that I feel is slowly losing its ways. I love this country, I love everyone in it, and I will protect it as much as I can until my until my last breath, whether it's camos or in uniform. Wow, thank you. Bruh. The Nads. That's Cheers. Awesome. Cheers to the Nads right there, man. Yeah, thank you, brother. Thank you for your service, seriously. America. If it wasn't for guys like you, we wouldn't be able to be goofing around on a show like this, so thank you. Facts. All right, what's our what's our next uh, winner? Uh, Matthew Booth. Um, look at this. This is a young baby. Holy mackerel! This, this is the other the other Matthew Booth. By the way, when we were at Caravan Cigar uh, this weekend, we got to have Con his son Connor's first ever cigar. We got to smoke it with him. It was amazing. We oh, had wow. such a great time. So, uh, congrats to you, Matthew Booth. Your son is amazing, Connor. We love you. You're that was a, a really, really, really special day for me and Jordan. Got to smoke uh, his first ever cigar with him. It was great. All right, who's our next winner? Last awesome. winner. Martin. Jordan, read that. I got the pleasure of meeting and escorting this real hero to a Medal of Honor event. I was sergeant in the field artillery. My most memorable event was the search and rescue mission in New Orleans after Hurricane Katrina. Fantastic. So there you go. Congrats to all the winners. Thank you for Congrats, participating, guys. and a special thank you to uh, Troy Cullian for doing our sixth annual Veterans Day contest. Couldn't do it without you guys. Yeah, well done. Well done. There we go. There we go. So, ha happy Veterans Day yes. to everyone out there. Uh, wow. can, I just, can I just double down? You've already said it, but just to make it clear, so much of what we do, you know, a lot of it does come out of our own uh, our own treasure troves of, of uh, cigars and whatnot, but this isn't sponsored by any big brand. This is Troy's doing this out of yep. his pocket. Uh, it's, it's his way to give back to uh, right. the men and women in the armed forces, and uh, th that – that resonates with me that you know I mean, it's easy for us to sit here and say oh and another gift that we're going to ship out you know sponsored by drew estate cigars uh but this is you know no sponsorship just troy doing what he can to uh spread the love and and, and make people really feel the uh the appreciation thank it's you awesome. randy and also just a real quick uh yeah. we are also doing our uh, big fundraiser this month for cigars for warriors um and we already have blown by our goal for dollars uh, but we, we're still about halfway there for um, our goal for collecting cigars. Uh, I think we're at 500 and 
seventy ish or something, and our goal is a thousand. So we we still need we still need both. Don't don't stop sending funds. Um, but we have passed our goal for funds, but we're way out of. We we still need a lot of cigars to reach our goal. Uh, if you want to get involved in that, um, just go to cigardoge.com. Scroll down to you see the uh, Fumar and fundraiser, and all the details and the address where you send everything is all in there. It's super easy. You basically just um, send it to Dojo headquarters, and um, every uh, ten cigars and every ten dollars you send is worth an entry into a giveaway. This the giveaway is basically just a, kind of a thank you sort of a thing. And uh, that's sponsored by Drew Estate. They're giving away two amazing Drew Estate hand-carved Subculture Studio signs. So two people will win uh, a really cool, um, one-of-a-kind um, Subculture Studios um, sign. So thank you to all the guys that have uh, guys and girls. I know Randy Harrison uh, recently. Uh, I was going to say, please post Craig Lee's comment. Yeah, sorry. Anyways, sorry to interrupt, but no, that's okay. Uh, so thanks to all the folks that have done it so far. But we we are a ways off, guys. So we need your help. Um, please uh, consider donating to our fundraiser. We only have a couple weeks left of that. So, hey, guys, uh, like I said before, before we do the vote, before we see who won this week, I'm curious, just what can you tell folks about pairing with Nicaraguan cigars? What works? What doesn't work? Uh, what have you learned? I'll start, Randy, and I'll give you a little bit of time to uh, continue thinking about it. Uh, a couple of things. One, uh, there is... There's definitely a care package for the uh, for the troops coming from uh, from lot B plus. Uh, I'm still in the process of, of packaging that together. Uh, that's I, we still need we still need cigars, but uh, there there's a, a plethora uh, of cigars, if you will, coming from uh, from lot B plus. Uh, a lot of those may have come from Randy Griggs to begin with. So uh, <laughs> I'll tell you what, Randy has has packed has packed my humidor over the last uh, few years. That's uh, a, a personal comment, but uh, it's definitely a lot going out to the troops from uh, Lot B+. Plus. Um, the one thing, and I was going back and I was looking at the cigars that we smoked and looking at the the, uh, the beverages that we consumed, and I actually, I've there's so much alcohol in this particular drink, and I've had two of them, that I had to go back and watch my live from not this week, last week, to remember what my pairing was last week, because I remember I really liked it, but I can't remember what the cocktail was. Um, you definitely, when you're going with a a stronger Nicaraguan cigar, which I feel like we've done pretty much across the board, we've, I mean, every every cigar that we've smoked, from the Antonio to the uh, Oliva Milano to uh, the Dom Papine Classic to the Alma Fuerte, they're all full body, full flavored cigars. So that's what you're going to expect when you're talking about the quintessential Nicaraguan flavor. You definitely want to go with a cigar that's got, or, uh, uh, sorry, a pairing that has some richness to it. You, richness really, really helps. That's going to be your your uh, equalizer as far as uh, intensity, and it, you can get some uh, flavor components in there as well. That would be my comment. Randy, what do you think? Well, Tootsie Roll last well, week, Craig. Thank you. I had to look it up, but I appreciate you. <laughs> um, you know, honestly, I, I, I view Nicaraguan tobacco as being um, kind of the same way I speak about Belgian uh, beer. The, there is such a plethora of flavors, and you can go to like either end. You can go very sweet. You can go very spicy. Mm -hmm. You can go very uh, briny and salty. Um, there are, 
to your point, they are often uh, quite intense, but there's you know plenty of uh, shade-grown uh, cigars coming with a lot of t- uh, uh, Nicaraguan tobacco and flavor pr- profile. So for me, is almost a cop-out, Eric, uh, to your question, but what's great about Nicaraguan uh, tobacco is that you can find something that can go with almost anything. You can find something that can go with a coffee with cream. You can go with something as sweet as rum. You can go with something that's uh, you know more on the bitter side, like the Boulevardier that, that Robbie's pairing with. Uh, th- there really is something, if, if you plan it out right, you can find great Nicaraguan flavor that can align with almost anything uh, with the right planning. But, uh, but yeah, expect something very intense in flavor. Uh, again, you know, one of the reasons I love this cigar is I feel like it brings in so many of those different variables that you might be able to get from Nicaraguan tobacco flavor and creates this very, very complex uh, uh, flavor um profile in general and so complexity uh sweetness and, and saltiness uh, is i mean it's hard to to do a pairing wrong other than uh you know mismatching the intensity i i was i was completely with you until you said it's hard to do a pairing wrong um it's funny like we didn't we never even talked about illusione as far as oh. uh something that, that we would focus on and and that like that's i mean we talked about my mount rushmore it's pete and Dion, then Pete, and then Dion. Uh, so uh, how we didn't really because we've already that. smoked so many illusions. Well, it's it's fair, yeah. That, that, that was part of it. That's part of it because I mean we want to we want to expand, you know. And yeah. you know we hadn't really done much Placencia. We hadn't done much, uh, you know, classic stuff. So um, that's I mean I don't know. We don't need to defend ourselves, but um, there's there is a wide. I mean Nicaraguan tobacco runs a gamut from. Yeah. Like you were saying, from cedary and sweet to earthy and strong. Uh, we focused more on the earthy and strong kind of side of things. But, yeah, yeah you can go pretty much in, in any direction. Um, and I think tonight's this this cigar is super fun to pair with. It's a big, it's a big, big flavor bomb of a cigar. Mm-hmm. And it's got some strength to it. But our cocktails couldn't be more different if we tried. And they both worked out really well. Uh, based on our experience so that's another thing that you can leave with is nicaraguan tobacco it's it's versatile you can you can do a lot of different things don't think that you have to you have a big cigar that's got earth and chocolate and leather and and spice don't feel like you have to do a a a beverage that has that type of uh, flavor profile i went in a completely different direction i mean the, the the richness is there but I mean, I've got bitter, I've got sweet, I've got, you know, totally different aspects that are going to hit different parts of the palate. So you can do a lot of different things with uh, with Nicaraguan tobacco and make a couple of different, like, if you're going to ha- have this cigar, make a couple of different drinks, pick a couple of different things and try different stuff. Not all of it's yeah. going to work. Most of it's going to be like, yeah, this probably wasn't the best, but at least you're, that's the best part. You learn what is, what's working, what isn't. Coffee, rum, that's always going to work. But you can get into different aspects like wine or, uh, you know, uh, fruit forward cocktails that I've always said that it doesn't make sense to me how something that has a ton of lime juice in it pairs well with a cigar. But it works. It's Mm. it's uh, Nicaraguan tobacco. I mean, tobacco in general is just super fun to pair with. But Nicaraguan tobacco specifically for me, it's uh, super close to home. So there's there's just a lot you can do with it and just have fun. 
That's it. I'm done. So this uh, the votes were here. We go. So insanely close. Uh, in fact, till the very last second, it was going to be 50-50, but Ooh. it's not anymore. And. Oh man, super! That's a Randy that's takes like, it. That's 54 like two votes, to forty-six. Dude. That was a close one. Literally to the last second, it was. I, I thought for sure I was like, "This is gonna be exciting." This is the first time we've ever done a fifty-fifty. So Randy, we clearly well, have yeah a strong I, a sorority contingent watching the show. Ah, oh, <laughs> come on, no, don't do that. I was gonna say I, I'm so proud of the audience to to know that it it probably right? should yeah. be this close. This should yeah. be fifty-fifty. Uh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Oh. You guys both did 50, great. 50 would have been actually the perfect vote. So the the last two yeah. people. Uh, a, a I feel like we're both houses. winners. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I, no, a plague actually, on both of your houses. Actually, that's a, that's a good point. Yeah, the, the fact that the vote was so close. So close. Um, yeah, and that's, that's something. Like what, like yeah. what we were just saying, that's the beauty of, I mean, it's the beauty of pairing in general, right? It's flavor is so subjective. Um, thank you, Martin. I appreciate that. That means we both did well. It was it was so polarized. I, I think you feel good. <laughs> no, I think this was yeah, absolutely, Randy. No, congrats on the win. I mean, it's it's uh, <laughs> that winning really isn't the goal, right? It's to we want to try no. something different. Now, granted, you had a cocktail that was uh, that we haven't had on the show. I did one that we already did, but I wanted to give it a bit more of a fair uh, yeah, a fair shake. And Robbie, uh, I think we have you know since the last time we did the cocktail, we keep. Trying, we keep talking we about it and the pros of it, and I think the fact that guys almost you got fifty percent on for a second there on it. I think people are sort of coming around to it. When it, if and when Randy ever sends you these cigars, I want you to pair it with a Boulevardier, and I want to hear uh, your opinion because I'm curious. Because to me, this worked on levels that I didn't really anticipate. It mm. was it, the, the cocktail became sweet, and then as I got about halfway through the cigar, the cocktail became bitter, but it. It's almost like the cocktail did what I needed it to do to elevate the cigar all the way through. It was uh, a dynamic pairing, Randy, if you will. Yeah. All right. What's going on at Smoke Night Live this Friday? <laughs> I, Rand I won. Randy I don't apparently have to say won't. anything. <laughs> yeah. Randy apparently job, won't. Randy. But, uh, but uh, yeah, what's going on at Smoke Night Live this Friday? <laughs> all right. So our good buddy Jack Heyer, um, your guys' boss, uh, will be on the show. He's not going to be in studio, but he'll be on the show. Uh, we're going to be talking all things. There's a lot of stuff going on with Drew Estate, obviously with the black and everything. And all of the um, one of the things I want to find out from Jack is about all the barn smokers, how that went this year. Um, the big uh, savage feast in Texas, uh, how that went. But just so you guys all know, you got to tune into the show because Jack's going to be giving away some uh, dogma pewter ashtrays. A couple Ooh, of those. Nice. All you have to do is participate on the show, hang out, have some fun with us. And... I'm just going to say this. There's going to be a major announcement. A hey, There will be a major, and when I say major, I mean a major announcement on Friday's show. So if you don't tune in, you'll be missing out because this is the, the biggest announcement of the year. It'll happen on Smoke Night Live in two days from now. Can I make a prediction? Yes. Is Jack coming back to the dojo to replace Randy. Ooh. God, I wish. <laughs> 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 
It's a wow. major career move on his part. You know what I mean? So uh, someone's sour about being smoked in season five. I was uh, I was up fifty seven to forty three percent this. Season I know. I saw that when tonight. I when I when I when I went back to the website today and looked and uh, I I saw that. So I'm I'm a little bit disappointed in myself. Well, uh, you said it yourself. Re- you don't come here reflecting. to win. You know that. I don't, and it shows in your, in your total <laughs> final scores. <laughs> I, I don't I I don't I don't come here to win, Randy. I come here to uh, to, to to pass on knowledge and to uh, to uh, to hopefully expand the the horizons of some of our guests. And what, that's why I vote for anybody who's going to pair with a red wine or a white wine. I'm going to vote for you because I feel like you probably wouldn't have done that before you watched the show. And that's not taking anything away from you personally. It's just I feel like we're here to uh, to. To maybe take some of the lumps for our guests, so or for our uh, viewers, so they don't have to. Although well, I, I did see a, a, a comment here from Hall of Famer Randy Kevin Acuff, uh, this cigar is so good you could probably pair it with Mad Dog Twenty Twenty and get away with it. That's a good point. And you know what? It's a good point. Uh, I mean, Hall of Famer Randy Kevin Acuff, uh, you may not be wrong. <laughs> uh, Randy, well, speaking well, I'll tell of you what, the Hall Robbie, of- Robbie, I just want you to know I I'm here for all those things. But at the end of the day, I only get out of bed every day to win. So <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate that. You get um, out of bed at the end so- of the day? Shouldn't you be going? <laughs> you, be you eat I- pieces of shit for breakfast? <laughs> no. Amazing. All right. I love, I love it. it. That's, that's, love that's it. awesome. You can tell when we've gone 20 minutes over and I've had two cocktails. Uh, we are, Randy, we are jumping right into segment, whatever the next segment is, uh, segment number, I don't know. Uh, the cognac segment of mm. season five. Was it cognac Cognac segment? cocktails. Cognac? cognac cocktails. It is cognac a cocktails. fact. It is Holy a fact. We, we, are, we were so enamored. We did one show uh, with cognac in season four. And we knew that we wanted to dig deeper into that. There's uh, some flavor profiles in cognac. Um, you know, all cognac is brandy, but not all brandies are cognac. Uh, mm. We're going to talk a little bit about that more in, in the next segment. And we will be um, in the coming days uh, announcing and releasing all the uh, cocktails that we're going to be pairing on the show. We'll pin those in on dojoverse.com where you can go and become a super badass ninja and, uh, and, and find out what you need to get in your bar for the upcoming segment coming soon. Fantastic. Uh, I'll let everybody know, Randy, that uh, next week's pairing is we that's the one that we have set so far. And that is the Black Rose cocktail. And we're black, taking black our, roses. We're taking our recipe from a Difford's guide. Uh, that is one ounce of cognac, one ounce of bourbon. You guys are familiar with bourbon. Yes. a one sixth of an ounce. So like a splash, like a dash of grenadine which is a pomegranate simple syrup. You can make your own. You can buy it from the store. I suggest you make your own. It tastes better. Uh, three dashes of Peychaud's bitters. That caused a little bit of strife during the uh, live uh, this uh, yesterday, actually. Peychaud's bitters. I like Peychaud's bitter. Peychaud's bitters. I like it better. You like the bitters better? <laughs> it adds a little bit of a... Um, uh, anise, and you guys are correct. It's mm-hmm. anise. I always want to say anise... 
uh, but it's anise. Anise flavor, a little bit of black licorice notes in there from mm-hmm. the Peychaud's bitters, and one dash of Angostura, not Aganorsa, Angostura <laughs> bitters. So you're you're doubling up on your bitters. You're going uh, cognac, whiskey, and a little bit of pomegranate. It's a delicious, delicious cocktail uh, that I'm guessing uh, most of you probably haven't had. I don't think we feature it here on the show yet. Very, very good. That's going to be a lot of fun. That's next week, Randy, next week. And and if you're feeling up to it and you like reggae, check out Barrington Levy's Black Roses track. It's fabulous. It's, I'm, it's all I'm going to play while I'm preparing the cocktail, but that's just me. Absolutely. I don't know anything about it, but I'll look it up. Uh, Randy, this this show was a lot of fun. Uh, I think this was great. This was this this particular episode for me is the reason that we do this show like we did. Yep. And we've said it already. Polar opposite cocktails, the same cigar. And we both had very similar outcomes. I think that's what makes this really, really cool. Uh, appreciate everybody who tuned in, everybody who participated. Uh, everybody have a great week. Stay safe, stay healthy, be kind to each other. It doesn't cost you anything. We'll see you next Wednesday as the Odyssey continues.